3: And I welcome you today to CSD Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. We have a busy show today. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. We come before you, Father, with hearts of thanksgiving, of praise for who you are, the creator of all life the love of all life, the truth, the great I am. We appreciate your love and your grace and your mercy, Father, that you bestow upon us each and every moment of our lives. And we're such spoiled children that we sometimes don't even realize how good we got it. Father, we are in troubling times in this particular nation. And really, it's it's the world. Now your children have misbehaved, and there are those who are bullying, and those who are trying to, to take control of everyone's life. They're trying to remove you, Father. Remove you from the people. But you are on your throne, and you shall not be removed, and you shall not be mocked. Father, may your people, may your remnant stand firm, and in control. May we always, Father, look to you. We ask for your protection. We ask for your wisdom. Father, we ask for your grace. We ask that you will equip us. Lead us to be your witnesses that we should be. To lead others to you, Father, for you are the real answer to all the problems on this earth. May we always turn to you, O God. It is for such a time as this, in Jesus' name, that I pray. Amen. Well, this may come as a surprise to you, but the world is not going to die. The earth is not going to die anytime soon. Well, that we know of. Not by your hand, anyway. But your freedom and your independence will be gone. That will die. You see, for that is the ultimate truth of what climate change is. The Green New Deal is a political plan to take your land, take your choices, take your children... And take control of your lives, including what you do and where you work. AOC and Bernie have made it clear that they don't believe in wealth for anybody. Everybody should be equal and even, except for the few for which they are included. Government should own everything. And you, my dear friends, haven't gotten sense enough, in their opinion, to own or control your own life. Heck, you didn't even realize how oppressed you were until they started explaining it all to you. They are a depressing lot of people, aren't they? Climate change is a hoax. The Democrat Party gets their power from fear. In order for them to become more powerful, more powerful, no, I haven't been drinking. (laughs) You must realize how unfair the world is. You must believe all of their outrageous lies. How do I know it's a hoax? Because nothing, not a, not one little prediction, not one statement they've ever made has ever been true. Of their predictions and their gloom and doom, nothing has ever happened. Not a thing. Not even close. When that is the case, they move the goalpost and they make another outrageous prediction to cause fear. Yet yeah, I think they'd be a little brighter and not make outrageous predictions. Daniel will be on here in a little bit. He'll tell you about the latest one. It's really kind of funny how stupid they believe everyone else is. I was reading something this morning perhaps we'll look at it in detail a little later today or maybe on Monday remember monday you've got a you've got an assignment you need to list your grievances your usurpations but the title of this article that i'm going to uh, talk about for here just for a few minutes this is obama's third term that's the title of it While Biden is the empty suit and empty your mind in the Oval Office, it is Obama who is running the show. It is Obama who is desperate to fulfill the promise he made in 2008. The article is written by Drew Allen and it's on American Greatness and you can see it on my Facebook, on the show's Facebook page. He says in this first uh, part of his article, on October 30th, 2008, five days before Barack Obama won the first presidential election, he promised to fundamentally transform the United States of America. He nearly lived up to that promise. Now, this is coming from me. Let me explain something right here and right now. What most people do not realize at that time, they didn't realize it, That statement, fundamentally changed the United States of America, is a treasonous statement. That promise from Obama and his left communist followers, it is and was the true insurrectionist remark, promise. If you will take over, it is a takeover of the United States of America. You need to understand that. Obama doubled the federal debt. He oversaw the worst economic growth of any president since Herbert Hoover. And, you know, all these Democrat and left politicians and analysis, they will tell you, oh, no, that wasn't what happened. We lived it, folks. We know what happened. Under Obama, Americans experienced a stagnant median household income a decline in home ownership, an increase in health insurance rates, it's not health care, and an increase in the number of Americans on food stamps, to mention just a few of his lowlights, this article says. And he goes on to say, but every metric, by every metric that should have mattered to Americans, Obama failed. But from Obama's viewpoint, he had succeeded. American prosperity is an enigma to Obama and the modern Democrat Party. The Democrat Party's power, this is what really captured me in his article. The Democrats Party's power doesn't come from happy, successful, and independent Americans, but rather from miserable, forlorn, desperate, and impoverished Americans who are dependent upon the government for their salvation. You see, fear, separation of races, genders, however many they want to claim there are, divisions and decisiveness, misery, that's how they get their power. (laughs) Kind of like the monsters on Monster Inc. They got more power the more scared you were. They got more power. Death, fear. The opposite of godliness and selfishness is how they rule. The Democrat Party has only negative power in their favor. Lies and deceit. You do understand that, right? They have no power. Just like a bully. He has no power unless you give it to him. Yeah, he may be bigger than you. He will whoop you. But he can't take your life, your freedom. You see... All that they're doing is to grow the government bigger and the people become smaller. In all the things that are happening in this country today, in this nation, it is obvious that they absolutely hate the working class people. The ones who get dirt under their fingernails. We don't have makeup artists and hair artists every morning like they do. Or fancy ice cream. I do like ice cream. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Don't let them have power. And we'll be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. We have returned. you listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Andrews, Daniel Turner. Daniel, how are you doing today? You've been you've been on Twitter a lot, my friend.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> sometimes when I get a little angry, I take to the social media a little too much, and. I have to be careful because you can get kicked off, kicked off those platforms. If you yeah, say I've things heard you that can are... do
3: that. I mean, even yeah. even the President of the United States can get kicked off.
1: See, you can't go against the, the, the narrative. And if you do, Twitter will sometimes get mad at you. And, gosh, I wouldn't want to upset our overlords. Right, Beth Ann? I'm a good servant.
3: <laughs> I like the way you put that, our overlords. Well, I was telling in my monologue, Sometimes I wish you could hear those. In my monologue, I was telling the um, listeners about the absurdity of the uh, ridiculous, the outlandish predictions that these climate change pushers are making. And Rudy was telling me about a new one that he'd seen with your tweets that they had made yesterday. And I thought maybe you might want to share that with our listeners. (laughs) Because they're all right there in that big river, you know. (laughs) <laughs> they are. And, and
1: yesterday there was a, a, a hearing on the new uh, climate change uh, subcommittee of the House, and they brought a whole bunch of, of, of uh, energy executives from Exxon and BP, et cetera. They haul them before Congress, as they like to do, and Ask them really complicated, multiple part questions, and as soon as you start to answer, they say, "Reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time." It's all just a big spectacle, right? It's all it's it's for the cameras, it's for the campaign. No one really wants to come out of a conversation. Um, but yes, our Congresswoman uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, known uh, scientist, uh, climatologist, expert in in all things uh, science. Um, she excoriated these, these energy CEOs because uh, parts of America will be uninhabitable by the year 2038. That's 17 years away. Parts of America will be uninhabitable in the next 17 years unless we address climate change. And you just, she just makes these statements, and everyone nods their head and no one says, I'm sorry, did you just say that seriously? Am I not supposed to laugh right now?
3: <laughs> well, you know, it could be an uninhabitable if we keep letting the Democrats have their way. We'll all have all these, uh, run down, rusted out, uh, uh, wind farms and we won't have any food. <laughs> And look at New yeah. York. It's practically inhabitable now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, most that. of where I grew up in Queens are unin- is uninhabitable, and, and it has nothing to do with climate change. But there has been a change in a different type of climate, <laughs> and did. that's why the city is uninhabitable. <laughs>
3: that's correct. But they don't worry about that. And, no. and, these, and these poor ranchers down there on the southern border. Uh, what's happening to their land and their property with all these illegal aliens that are crossing the border? Yeah. I wish yeah. I could. Uh, I want to. I want to be identified as an illegal alien so I can get four hundred thousand dollars.
1: Yes, I might do that as well because that's that's really good. That's really good. Money. Uh, look, <laughs> I, 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 the, the, the panic element has, is essential to the climate movement, right? They have to scare people. They have to do a couple things. They have to scare people into thinking the world's going to end. They have to drive up the price of fossil fuels mm-hmm. so that you, you beg for an alternative. Um, and this is all; these are all like deliberate tactics. If just someone could explain to me past climate predictions, and there have been several, and anyone who's as old as I am knows that these, these predictions have been happening since the mid-'80s, If they could just show me what they got wrong in their calculations back then, how they have fixed the formula so that now their predictions are correct. Because we've all seen that U.N. report from 1989 that said the Maldives and Bangladesh would be underwater by the year 2000. Uh, They they gave an 11-year timeline. It did not happen by the year 2000. As far as I know today, I didn't check this morning, but it still hasn't happened. So what what, would, what was your calculation? What was so wrong mathematically about it? And how have you corrected that error that now, when you say parts of America will be uninhabitable, well, I need to see the math on that. Because this is a mathematical equation, right? This isn't just, or, or is it? Or is it just pure speculation?
3: Mm. And they keep putting them out there. I mean, you know, we're supposed to be have a shortage on polar bears, which it wouldn't bother me if we had no polar bears because I don't like bears. But that hasn't happened either. And nope. they're still claiming that. They're still claiming their predictions. I mean, Al Gore says his predictions did come true. No, they didn't. Not even close. They haven't even... Yeah. Not even close. But... Yeah. Wouldn't they be better off if they wouldn't make outlandish predictions and come up with something little that maybe they could pretend actually happened?
1: Yeah, and and you know a, a very little known fact in the last year because it got no publicity in the in the mainstream media, um, the southern hemisphere had its coldest because they're coming out of uh, they're, they're they're heading into the summer now, right? As we're in the north, they're in the south. They had their coldest winter in 40-some-odd years on average. Antarctica had its worst winter in almost 100 years in terms of ice, in terms of weather. And you say, boy, that's really curious because if it is a global problem, we should only be marching in one direction, right? It's like It's like losing weight. And maybe on Tuesday you gained a pound, <laughs> but over the past six months you've lost but how can we have such dramatic changes? And they're like, well, that's, that's climate change. There are the few newspaper articles that came out about what happened in South America did say it doesn't disprove climate change. Of course it doesn't because they need climate change because they have an agenda to enact.
3: You know, since we were talking about age a little bit ago, <laughs> I'm a little older than you are. So I, I remember the hole in the ozone. And the panic that that made. And then you couldn't use aerosol hairspray or deodorants. Mm-hmm. That was causing the holes in the ozone. So that got taken away. And I don't remember what it was, but all of a sudden, toilet paper. We couldn't have the pretty pretty colored. Point. <laughs> they just had, like, little flowers or something on them. Now they're just embossed. No colored toilet paper, by the way. It's over, not under, please. And paper straws. From paper straws to plastic straws and now no straws, paper or plastic in the grocery store. Do you want paper or plastic? You can't hardly get it anymore. you can't get the paper. I like paper bags. I've got well, a whole lot of plastic bags
1: <laughs> they are useless.
3: They're useless well, we line our t- we line our waste baskets with them, but yeah, they're useless. But if you go um, and I know you've traveled enough, you've probably seen this in certain areas. They don't put liners in the hotels. They don't put liners in the waste baskets because that's a waste. Apparently, of, yeah. you know the plastic is bad. Plastic is evil. I had a lot of children and and had a lot of grocery bags, paper bags, when before all the plastic and paper got confused. And there was a, a friend of mine that she cleaned houses, and she liked to have the paper bags and she folded them over nice and neat in the waste cans. She lined the pa- the waste cans with the paper bags. But you're not allowed to do some of that anymore. And it's no none of their predictions have ever happened. From the hole in the ozone to the cold um, the cold scare to the hot scare and now it's just climate change because nothing no. has ever come to fruition that they have predicted.
1: No, and, and, and that is why we need to laugh at these folks. And I understand if you are subpoenaed before Congress You're not going to necessarily cause a scene. But I also wanted to remind CEOs and anyone who appears before Congress, you are not on trial, and these people are not your judge. And for the members of Congress to stand there and and scream and lecture and point fingers, uh, at one point I wish they would stand up for themselves and say, I beg your pardon, like you asked me to appear, I am appearing if you don't want to hear what I have to say, then why am I sitting here? Right? I mean Congress is not they are not dukes and lords, and I think they have lost their role in our free society that they stand there and lecture these men and women and point fingers at them. Oh, yes, um yes. It, it, it's it's really shocking. And again, this is all just for the cameras, it's for campaigns, it's 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 theatrics, and I'm not going to be part of your silly theatrics.
3: Well, you know, I forgot about the acid rain. That was one of them <laughs> one of my uh, climate change denier scientists reminded me of here a while back was, "Oh, then there's the acid rain. That was another one that we were all supposed to fear. Um, you know, we need to be good stewards, and you and I both agree with that. And you know, I'm in rural America, and the farmers, there's good farmers and bad farmers, just like there is in everything, but for the most part, the land is their livelihood, and they love the land. And they're mm. going to take good care of it.
1: But More they, so than members of Congress who who wouldn't know how to plant a tomato if if they had an instruction. Then.
3: Well, Bloomberg can help them with that because anybody can do it. They <laughs> put a hole in the ground <laughs> and drop a <laughs> <the laughs> seed in there. And that's all there is to it. The arrogance of these people is just Indeed. It's unacceptable. It truly is unacceptable. I hear the music. <laughs> We're out of time. I know you got to run. Daniel, thank you. Thank you, Thank for you all. Thank you, do. God bless you. We're heading into a break. When we come back, we're going to have a, a different kind of a segment. We're going to talk about abortion, and I have a guest that we're going to bring on, and uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. You're listening to CSD Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Thank you. We have returned. to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I, I've told you we're going to have a busy show today. So we had Daniel in the first, in the second segment, and in this segment, it's a new person, a new friend of the of the family, friend of CSC Talk Radio, Pastor Danny Burton. We got acquainted with some. We have something in common, and that is, we are both very saddened by the loss of our unborn children. Uh, Pastor Danny Burton is married and has two children himself. He's an ordained minister, uh, doctor of naturopathy, pathy, uh, nutritional schemas therapist. I guess, I don't know if I'm saying those things right. Graduated from REMA Bible Training Center, a graduate from Leadership Broken Arrow, former Broken Arrow Rotarian, uh, he's president and owner of three other corporations of his own, and holds many governmental ci- citations. <laughs> and certifications for personal service to the community. It's all where you take a breath and a comma, you know, on what it means. Pastor, exactly. welcome to CSE Talk Radio. This is uh, an honor to have you with us.
4: Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here this morning. Uh, I've become, you know, not of my own choosing, but, you know, a friend of mine talked to me in a little while back, and he said that, you know, I want you to do a memorial service for the unborn. It was a shock to me. You know, I didn't at first understand what he was talking about. I'm in the healing ministry. I've been so 32 years. It's all about hurting people for me. So, you know, I did an investigation about it and found out that there are over 2 billion babies since 1960 that have been aborted. Mm. And those little babies have never been laid to rest. No one seems to care about these little boys and girls. It was a shock to me that, you know, moral service wasn't done on a large scale across the world because God is the one that gives light, and he sent into this world two billion little boys and girls that never made, they never had life, They never got to cry and say, Mom or Daddy. They never got to saw, see the light of day. Yeah. It, it was It was very devastating to me, to see that this thing has been overlooked.
3: You know, I, I I mentioned the other day I've got I've got an article I want to talk to you about as well, but I mentioned uh, the other day that uh, it seems like the politicians, in particular the Democrats, they don't run on kissing babies and loving America anymore. But it's the right to kill your child before it's ever born, and now in some cases right after it's born. You know, so where do you draw the line? And they're pushing euthanasia, and it's just it's like they're running on death. But here is what an article, you? and unbeknownst to them, because they really are clueless about things, but they admit something. This is this is coming from the Daily Citizen, Portland, Oregon. Now offers for their employees bereavement leave for those employees who undergo an abortion. Wow! So if that it's nothing cool. but tissue, you know. Why do you need bereavement? Because they know this is a horrible thing that we're doing. And it's not because the mother's life is in danger or the baby. The baby's life is always in danger with abortion. It's because of selfishness. And well, it...
4: it's all, it, what it's all about is someone's pleasure. You see, <laughs> that it, yes. it's just like this like taking a six-gun, and shooting it out the window of your car, if it hits someone and kills them, so what? It doesn't make any difference. They were just alike. This is the same thing. All life is precious. You know, in Psalms 139, verse 13, it says, Certainly you have made my mind and my heart. You wove me together in my mother's womb. These little babies have been recognized now in Texas six weeks. And, you know, they're, they're making them draw the line that you can't go beyond that. What really, really uh, pulled me into this thing to be the voice of these babies is I saw on the Internet uh, 1,200 abortions a doctor, you know, performed, second trimester, mm. and he was testifying that he quit. He had enough because he had his own child. During that period of time that he was doing these abortions, he said that he would reach up in the mother's room and pull out a leg, and arm, yeah. lay it on the table. You know, you think about it for a moment, and you think, these little babies are comfortable, and they're protected in their mother's womb. They're being fed and everything, and then suddenly pain comes, and they don't even know what it is, and they're ripped apart, and they're gone. And so my whole plan is for that, that we recognize that these babies have life. That's what I'm all about. And that everybody on this planet, when they pass away, they have memorial service for them. No matter what the age, they could be five years old, one years old, a hundred years old. And so I want to do a memorial service on, you know, the day, uh, like the 49th year of Roe versus Wade will be this year coming up, January. We want to do memorial service then to get prepared for the grand memorial service on the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, in conjunction with the March for Life, there in January, Washington D.C. And what we're trying to do is to find people that love little babies. They love little children. I mean, I can't find find anybody that hates little babies or that. There's people all over the world here, but they need to see the problem we have here. These babies are being overlooked.
3: You know so I think- this is- Something else, uh, Pastor, is that um, the mothers, many of the women, have been lied to. They're they're yes, they're taken advantage of. They're in a desperate situation, and they don't know the Lord, maybe, or maybe they do, and they've been they've just bought this lie of it's only tissue, or it doesn't. At this time in my oh, life, it doesn't. I'm doing the right thing, and they they are grieving. So for them, it should be a memorial service of closure and and know that that they are are forgiven for what happened
4: exactly that this is this is also included here what we're trying to do because what we're going to have is a grand memorial service here in dallas first year we're going to have we're expecting a thousand people to come and each person will have a rose in their hand at the Mm -hmm. end of the service they're going to lay that rose on the casket as closure for two billion babies that didn't make it, that their life was taken. And and then, you know, for the women that come, and, and they can't say they weren't affected. If you have a child growing in your womb and has been taken out, it's a life. You know it's a life. They know it's a life. And then, you know, they can try to live it, live with it, and suffer with it. But what like you said... They're not explaining to these women that when you do this, you're never going to forget it. You know, they could be walking through the park, and all of a sudden they see a little five-year-old, and they say, that could be my child. Yes, absolutely. And all that comes back to them.
3: You know, I uh, I had five children, but I also had a miscarriage. And I've often wondered about that baby. You know what well, what yeah. happened to that baby? You know, and uh, I had a daughter-in-law that had a miscarriage, and we both talked about it. And um, she did a little a little uh, shoebox closure, um, not of the not of the baby tissue or anything, but just of the memories of what happened. Right. Women know they know that these inside their their womb are alive. We know that. And yes. um, if you've ever carried a baby, yeah, maybe some, I mean, one of these Hollywood gals was bragging about how many abortions she has. And I'm thinking, well, you have no discipline in your life if you're having that many abortions. And, um, but today where we are with, with um technology, we see that baby. We hear that baby. My first child was born in July. It was the 23rd of December that I heard his heart beat. And they hear it even earlier than that now. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, so women know. But these young women, and they're not all young, but these women are being taken advantage of. I fully believe that many of them are, not all. Some of them are going into this selfishly, knowing what they're doing. But there's a lot of them that are so desperate. I love this idea. Pastor, we're going to have you back. We're going to talk about this more. We're going to get more involvement. And thank you. We're just kind of putting a teaser out there. folks. A okay. memorial service for all that. How many generations do you think we've lost here? we well, go back to
4: 1960 when abortions were really being recorded the by future. the CDC.
3: It's the future of this nation.
4: Well, and what's if, next? Is it euthanasia's next? You mentioned... No, the they're already talking
3: about it. Yeah.
4: If the babies are a problem to somebody, let's get rid of them. What about the older people? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Be careful, be careful now. Be careful. Listen, we're out of time. I'm going to have you back another day, and we're going to take the whole hour and talk about this. Okay? okay. You're listening okay. to CSC Talk Radio, Dr. Um, Pastor Burton. Have a great weekend. We'll be right back. Have
0: you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R dot com. Cold shipped to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at com.
3: Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty.
2: Subpar immune system throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com. That's IMMUNO150.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888 316 2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website Immuno150.com
3: That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSB Talk Radio. This is Bethann. Now, Pastor Danny Burton had this uh, idea, and I think it's a fantastic idea, and the reason they kind of Clicked on me was somehow, some way we got connected. I think it was through uh, Mr. H and uh, the Immuno 150. You know, God has a way of pulling people together, and I believe He's doing that in this nation. He's pulling people together. The majority of Americans know abortion is wrong. They know it is death. They know it is evil, and it's abhorrent that they take advantage of the women who find themselves in this desperate situation. Some of them are are young girls who have been trafficked, human trafficking, and then they get pregnant. And then they have an abortion. Some of them are just selfish, like the Hollywood gal that brags about how proud she is. She's had numerous abortions. When did it become a right to kill you have the right, I guess, the freedom to make up your mind as to what you do, unless you are somebody that's stuck in human trafficking. So we will um, we will keep following him, and we will have him back on numerous times before the memorial service and hope that uh, some of you can get on board with that. I have the T-shirts for a Cries from the Womb. And his is, we hear your cries, and I had cries from the womb, and that was one thing that really made us connect. Cries from the womb is a T-shirt with a, it's it's uh, my design, uh, my idea. Somebody else actually drew the picture. And it's, uh those T-shirts were a little expensive. They were made in the USA. We have the wristbands that say cries from the womb. The T-shirt that has a, 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 a baby looks like an ultrasound child, and the DVD of
2: Goslin Goss, Gosnell
3: Gosnell Gosnell. You remember that guy, right? The doctor that was. And now, what he did, they want to make that all all legal. You know, for thirty dollars, you can get two T-shirts, the DVD, two wristbands, and five ribbons. But if you say I heard bath, we're going to throw more ribbons in that than that because I have lots of ribbons, and they're just little cheap things. I'm just going to be honest with you. We'll throw a dozen in there. And uh, then you can pass them out. Somebody has a question, just hand them a ribbon. Rudy wears two wristbands, and when somebody asks him about it, he gives them a wristband. It's all about the conversation. Cries from the wombs. These babies need our rescue. They need us to rescue them. These women need us to rescue them. I'm going to play a little something for you here. My uh, producer does not know I'm going to do this, but Rudy gave me a present this morning, and it's a talking doll. Let's see if you can hear it.
2: Basically, all I've done is keep my promise.
3: (laughs) It's a Trump doll. He says many things there, and um, I'm loving it. I'm Pressing it every now and then just to get <laughs> inspiration. Unfortunately, don't tell anybody. It was made in China. But, you know, <laughs> we're going to have some fun with it anyway. I, um, you know, it's it's well known that I'm a coffee drinker. And uh, I just got this out. Rudy didn't even get a chance to see it. He didn't see it coming off the coffee machine. coffee machine was giving us fits this morning. It kept wanting to jam. The health benefits of a cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> Lay it on there, baby. Rich source of antioxidants. May improve cognitive skills. I could use that. Maybe I need to push the coffee a little more. <laughs> more? How much more can you drink? <laughs> may improve liver health. It says, you know, the coffee may improve. Enhances exercise performance. Well, it hasn't done that for me because I kind of sit on my tail end a lot. May help reduce diabetes. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little recipe here real quick, and I learned this one years and years and years ago when I was selling Tupperware. I call it Christmas coffee, but you can have it any time of the year. When you put your coffee and the grounds in the filter, just take a little pinch of cinnamon, no sugar, just a little pinch of cinnamon and put it in that coffee, on top of the coffee grounds. It gives you a really warm... I'm going to do that. Rudy's making faces over there. I don't normally like foo-foo coffee, (laughs) although I do drink a lot of cream in my coffee, but this is actually pretty good, and I call it uh, Christmas coffee, but I got that recipe, if you call that a recipe, when I was selling Tupperware. It reduces the risk of cancer, and it may protect against cardiovascular disease, but then... The final thing, it says, drink coffee wisely. (laughs) Does that mean with your eyes open? (laughs) Anyway, it says, bottom line, coffee can be a part of a healthy lifestyle. Just as eating a balanced diet, exercising and maintaining a healthy weight should be too. So go ahead, pour yourself another cup of coffee and keep it plain and simple. Enjoy in moderation as you savor it all the way down. What, plain and simple? Does that mean i got to give up my cream? I'm not
2: giving up my cream. Somebody says you probably should try that anyway. <laughs>
3: what, the plain and
2: simple? Or <laughs> Yeah, giving up the creamer. I don't want to give up the creamer. I know.
3: I've tried. I've tried. All right. Peter Navarro is warning us. We're about out of time here, and I've got a couple of things here I wanted to share with you. But Peter Navarro, I really like that guy. I wish I could get him on the show. I like him because... He's, he always wears a white shirt, but he has the sleeves rolled up like he is working. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm easily swayed. But he says to Newsmax that Biden policies are setting up for a very expensive Christmas. You know, we're, your um, assignment for the weekend is to write down the usurpations, the grievances you have with Our current government. Now, make them plain and make them simple. And if it will help you, go back and look at the Declaration of Independence. And we're going to cover this on Monday. And I might get all brave and open up the phone lines and let you talk. But we're going to have to go like this. I kind of miss the days of the free-for-all Fridays when we could have one call after the other and we'd have eight or nine or ten calls and just like that, you know. But you have to keep it short or we can't get other people in. But the American Spectator is talking about the coming collapse of the public education. We have seen that. We don't know next week what's going to happen in Virginia. I was really interested in that with uh, Daniel Turner because he's from Virginia. Right now he's living in Virginia in a rural area. And I'm so proud of that young man. He's not really young, but don't tell him that. He is, according to me. Same age as one of my boys. But he's raising goats. I'm sorry, sheep. He's got dogs. He's having to learn a new lifestyle of survival. Because we know things are going to get tough. And even if they don't get tough, we still need to know how to survive. How many young women today know how to can or freeze their vegetables or foods that come in or even their meat? I never did that. You know, it's going to be a dark winter, but I'm going to tell you what. Tough times are not for sissies. (laughs) You know, Dr. Dobson wrote wrote a book one time, Parenting Isn't for Cowards. Freedom isn't for cowards, and liberty isn't for, for cowards. We have to work to keep our freedom and our independence. We have to be independent. We have to know how to survive. We have to work together to bring...
5: Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. of Latter-day Saints. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile, Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us. Find us online. Or in the yellow pages, American Heritage School in American Fork.